0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Get Well with Joelle. I'm your host, Joelle. Thank you for chiming in with me for episode four. I'm so excited. Today's episode is going to be about essential oils. And just as a reminder, the show is to help you see the creator in you you know to be spiritual is to be one with yourself and god and this is not the show to be pc so here's my disclaimer now and these are my thoughts and ideas so go ahead and grab a pen and paper a beverage and let's open the doors welcome to the i am ashram So, happy Aquarius season, everybody. And you know how this Aquarius does. So, we're going to start with what? The facts. So, essential oils actually um, were first recorded coming from ancient India, Persia, Egypt, Rome. And they were used as um, a means to trade for... Ointments and um, smelly oils, you know what I'm saying? And they traded them with numerous countries throughout the Orient. They were called essential because they were thought to represent the essence of um, different plants, their odor, and their flavor. So, you know, these oils are stored as micro droplets in the glands of the various plants that they come from. And actually, the most smelly plants are found in the tropics. And this is due to um, the solar energy is at its peak. So I guess they're able to sweat out their odor, just like a prepubescent teen in the summertime. Okay, <laughs> so commercially essential oils are used um, in a couple different ways. They're used in cosmetics, perfumes, soaps, detergents, um, sometimes in animal food, insecticides, paint, baked goods, meat, pickles, you know, you name it. Soft drinks, you know, that lovely vanilla Coke you love to drink. Hmm. Also, pharmaceuticals, dental products, and sometimes other medicines. So, what we want to talk about, though, is how we could use it in a spiritual setting. That's what we're going to dive in. But first, we need to know, are you Fugazi or not? To find out if an oil is one hundo a book, or not, nah. we're going to talk about labels first. So I'm going to let you in on a little secret about who's in charge of the labels. <laughs> My good friend FDA, a.k.a. full of damn additives, a.k.a. fooled you dumb asses, a.k.a. food and drug administration, okay? Unfortunately, the FDA doesn't monitor <laughs> damn near anything hate to break it to you okay and they definitely don't regulate the purity or the quality of essential order or for any supplements for that matter okay so it's time to open up that third eye we're going to decalcify this pineal gland and your intuition is going to tell you yes girl no sir we're getting it or or not because ain't nobody got time for that so I'm going to try to give you some tips and tricks on how to make sure you know you're buying the good stuff, Um, but you're going to have to be your own advocate at the end of the day when it comes to purchasing any herbal remedies, okay? So do your Googles, do your research, ask a naturopath or a friend that lives on essential oils and is about that life. Those are my suggestions first and foremost. Um. Second of all, what we're going to look at is how they're packaged and, once again, the labels. So, essential oils are, like, readily available. You can find them even in the freaking Dollar Tree now. That's how accessible they are. And you're going to see all sorts of things on the labels, like a grading system, but that doesn't exist. They're not diamonds. Some of the bottles... Um, that you see on the shelves are filled with cheap synthetic fillers, extenders, or just they're uh, considered fragrance oils. Um, Synthetic fragrant oils don't actually contain the vital components of the actual plant. So just like when you're trying to go get your ice, okay, diamonds are a girl's best friend and essential oils are also a girl's best friend. Okay, because that can can get you from 100 back down to zero with a quickness if you do it right. And like I said, if you see any kind of grading system on it, just remember it's grade A, B, S. Okay, you hear me? The label should clearly state the common and Latin name for the plant um, used to make the actual oil. So it should state what plant parts it's from also. So for example, rosemary oil should say rosemary, and then it should say rosemarinus officinalis. And then it could go even further and say like stem and leaf. It could and should also state how it was extracted by distillation or expression. And, you know, more than likely it's also going to say if it's organic, quote unquote, wild crafted or say that it's grown traditional. It should also specify that it's 100% pure essential oil. You should be able to see the net contents, like including... Um, the dosage or the metric measurements and this is what you have to focus on if it says essence oil that is not a pure essential oil it's pre-mixed and blended with like um, a base carrier oil, oil like jojoba or sunflower oil but it's not um a pure essential oil but it can still be um good for certain applications depending on what you want to use it for so to sum it up if you want a pure essential oil it should only have the one ingredient period a good way to test if it is high quality obviously is use your your nose and you're gonna know if it's high quality just by smelling it Especially if it's something that you already know the scents, like cinnamon or peppermint or eucalyptus. You know what that smells like. So now we're going to talk about the actual bottle um, to also tell you if it's a fake or not. Most um, suppliers should sell it in a dark amber glass bottle. Usually they're less than 4 ounces. Um, The most common size is about half an ounce. Sometimes they'll come with like a eyedropper cap or they'll come with um, this round plastic part that fits on top of the bottle's opening and that helps meter out one drop at a time. Light and heat will and can damage essential oils. So that's why the bottle has to be dark you don't want any essential oils in plastic they have to be kept in glass so if you see any essential oil in a plastic bottle aka from Dollar Tree don't buy it okay the bottle should be able to tell you easily where it was sourced from and if it doesn't mention the country of origin you might see like a lot number and you can also google that number and find out where it came from So, if it says fragrance oil, essence of an oil, it ain't the real thing. And, you know, even another thing, some plants aren't even capable of yielding an oil like a violet. You know, in these days, all of these brands, they mark up their prices so hard because they're really just trying to sell the brand. So, and these oils are all mass produced and they're not always, you know so forthcoming about where they're getting it from or how they're created so a lot of those kind of oils will be overpriced also keep in mind that prices are always going to fluctuate you know depending on the crops what certain harvests can yield what's going on with the economy and you know you know what I'm going with that okay now let's get to the fun part how are you going to use these essential oils, okay? I use <laughs> I use it all of the above, all right? Let me tell you, I love an essential oil. The main reason I like to use them is because it's just relaxing. It's relaxing to my body. It's relaxing to my soul. It really um, can get me tuned in for prayer or preparing my body for um, divination it calms you, it can give you focus and just naturally align you to deepen any experience that you're trying to cultivate. Now, if you're pregnant or have children or breastfeeding or even some pets, some essential oils can be dangerous. So I'm not going to go through the list of what they are, but just know that there are some things that you should not, um, ingest or, or smell or put on your body, um, if you're in any of those categories, okay? So... One of the ways that you can utilize the essential oils is inhaling it directly. I have a lovely little video on Instagram that I had curated showing me smelling a lovely immunity blend. You know, because we are in the panorama right now and it's very important to keep those nasal passages clean and clear and coated properly so it can do its thing now you can kind of waft it into your your nasal passage or kind of run it back and forth not directly on your skin you don't want to put Any essential oil like directly on your skin, and we'll go on further once we get to that part of topical application, and I'll explain that some more. Another way is to do a respiratory steam or a face steam. You can add a couple drops into um, your pot of fruits and herbs, or maybe you don't have a specific herb, like Um, rosemary on hand you can use a rosemary oil or oregano oil basil oil um, eucalyptus oil anything you can put it in there and um let the droplets mix in with the steam and breathe it in that way sometimes I um mix different essential oils and put it in my face steamer just to um help penetrate um like bacteria, like if I have a hormonal pimple or something like that, I'll put a couple drops of like rosemary oil in it and that can also like open up your pores and get out all of the yucky gucky stuff in your face. You can put the essential oil on like a piece of material and hold it like close up to your nose and allow the scent to disperse naturally. You can put the oils in the vents in your car on your clothes on your pillowcase you could put a little lavender on your pillowcase listen I told you I love luxury okay do what you do okay I even um put I don't do dryer sheets so I put um some essential oils on a like a cloth and I stick it in the dryer with all of my clothes girl you can't tell me that I didn't get that from the laundry mat. okay now let's talk about how we can use essential oils for skin care and massage, um, any kind of topical application. You're going to want to dilute your essential oils um, with a carrier oil, and then you can apply the mixture directly to your skin. Some carrier oils that I like to use are um, jojoba oil, grapeseed oil... You can use coconut oil um, depending on, like I said, where you're going to put the oil, Um, olive oil, something thick and moisturizing I would think you would want to use. Um, Follow a recipe or use your intuition. You can also make like a rollerball blend and have your favorite combination of essential oils um with that carrier oil i actually like i barely wear perfume i love like as soon as i get out of the shower first of all i'll put cheat code i'll put the essential oils a couple drops in the shower right let it get real hot and steamy spa experience okay then when you get out of the shower you take your carrier oil mixture rub it all on your on your body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. When you do that, when you massage yourself, you want to focus on your areas of, like, muscle pain, tightness, tension. You can rub the oil on your pressure points, such as your temples or your wrists, and your third eye. Let me tell you a story. (laughs) A little embarrassing, but this is why carrier oils are very important. My... (laughs) enlightened self was trying to meditate and I was like oh I'm gonna put some freaking sense and on my third eye so I can open up and be one with God and and see the heavens and the earth okay guess what I ended up looking like Harry Potter for a whole like three weeks okay burnt my whole skin off my forehead <laughs> judge me judge me later okay so that was a no-no <laughs> <laughs> you can use these oils to massage your feet you you know if you have a headache a migraine I love using um eucalyptus or like a wintergreen something like that and i rub it on my temples when I was pregnant um I definitely used essential oils a lot because the smell is real. You can smell everything and anything. (laughs) So I would use um, certain essential oils and kind of breathe them in. And same thing, if I had a headache or anything like that, I would use the essential oils to kind of curb um, the nausea and, you know, whatever wild stuff I was smelling (laughs) extreme, unlike everybody else. You can add essential oils to your favorite cosmetic products like toners, serums. Um, You know, you can get like a rose oil and add it to your toner or maybe some witch hazel. But like I said, always dilute the essential oil and a carrier oil first before you add it to anything else. Please, please, for the love of God, please. It is cold and flu season right now so i also add essential oils to my kids humidifier and the humidifiers in the house your um filter for your air conditioner add a couple drops on there wham bam instant potpourri in the house as far as divination goes if you're doing a fixed candle use the essential oils if you're um Charging your crystals, sometimes I'll even put a little essential oil out there with the sun so it can infuse with my crystal and have, um, you know, extra medicinal benefits to something that is going to be touching my skin. For teething babies, listen, this clove oil is saving my life, okay? Let me say it one more time. Clove oil. Teething baby. It's madness if you don't use it, okay? And and I think they like it, not for nothing. I I don't use um aura gel or any of that kind of um numbing lidocaine stuff. I would definitely try the clove oil. Thank me later. Same thing like I said, if the kids are sick, use some kind of citrus essential oil in the bath bath time, or if they have some kind of fever, definitely add a couple drops in there temperature will go right down. Another one that I love is eucalyptus. We use that usually for respiratory infections. Frankincense is an anti-inflammatory and also has like anti-cancer properties. Use it in divination. Lavender, which is high in antioxidants, and obviously we usually know it as a calming and stress-relief um scent. Lemon is antimicrobial and anti-inflammatory. It's rejuvenating, stimulant. Mac Daddy of antibacterial, antifungal is oregano oil. Now it tastes disgusting, but it works. It's very powerful um, for any kind of um, immuno, immuno deficiencies. Peppermint is an essential oil that is also antibacterial it's energizing pain relieving rosemary um a lot of people use it in their diffusers and it can help stabilize your blood pressure and brain function sandalwood that's like one of my favorite favorite scents um and it also helps the nervous system and your brain function Tea tree oil is one of the most popular oils, and it's used for fighting infections of all kinds. And like I said, that's another one that I like to use on my face in particular for pesky hormonal um, pimples. So just to recap, different ways you can use the essential oils are simply breathe it in, whether you use a diffuser, a humidifier, you put it in the shower, or directly smell it. You can use it as a healing bath. Um, you can put a, like, 10 drops. You can add some coconut milk, some Epsom salt. You know, check out episode two. And I'll, I'll hook you up with some recipes for baths. You can use it as a compress or a salve. It's straight up a mood stabilizer. I'll tell you that. You got PMS. You, your kid's getting on your nerves. Bob, Karen, Mary, Jill, Joe, <laughs> they getting on your nerves, bust out the essential oils, okay? Keep it on deck. Keep it on deck. And they're such little bottles, or like I said, you can use little rollers. You can buy the rollers right on um, Amazon for real cheap and fill them bad boys up. Keep one in the car. Keep one in your purse. Keep one in your back pocket. Keep one um, on your dog's neck going for a walk okay just keep one on you get the strap setting the mood for yourself to have um intimate time whether that be with yourself with your partner your children or you want to you want to pray and meditate many religions um you know, if they you go to pray, they use some kind of incense or anoint you with an oil. So these oils are for your mind, body, and spirit if you allow that um, intention. And, you know, God doesn't need them to hear you, but he made them for you to utilize. So if you do use it, you should allow yourself to believe, imagine, and let your spirit... Go, you know, find balance in your mood, in your mental state, in your body. If the oils is what can help you center yourself, ground yourself, why not use it? Some oils you can use um, that are used specifically in like religious ceremonies would be frankincense, myrrh, the Bible talks about hyssop as like a cleansing um, essential oil. So, usually, if I'm taking a bath um, that I need to cleanse myself, a cleansing bath, I'll put the hyssop in there also. But again, this is where you get to be your own alchemist. You're in charge of your own body, your own space. Use your intuition to help you disca- decide what to use and what is going to heal you because at the end of the day you are your own healer and nobody can ever take that back from you so i think i'm gonna wrap it up guys i want to thank you as always for getting to know me and a little bit about essential oils this episode i give thanks to you for opening up to receive as i am opening up to receive you all May the I Am Ashram give you the opportunity to open the doors to oneness. Talk to you guys next week. Bye.